You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. A science story, huh? And I just thought, well, I figured it, wow. out. I it was that golden moment. Because science was on my side. Hey everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true personal stories about science. We have a bunch of upcoming shows, including our fifth year anniversary show in New York City, May 6th. Head to storycollider.org for more info. This week's story is from Ellen Roberts. It was recorded in June 2014 at the Book Club in London. My struggle started about five years ago. And this is the sad and sorry tale of how I came to lose my faith in bacon. (laughs) The story starts five years ago, uh, back in Newcastle upon Tyne, because I do not come from the heady metropolis that is London. Oh, no. Those woolly areas that people call the regions, they're not as far away as you might think, but they're often a world apart. We spurn your southern baguettes for northern stotties. Hot dogs are dismissed in favour of Savaloy dips. I'm Welsh, I've no idea what they are either. But no one can deny the Geordie love of pie. So when the North East has a food festival, this isn't the gastronomic experience that you might expect in the hoity-toity capital city. There was a competition the Eat Festival, the local regional food festival, was hosting a competition to search high and low throughout all Northumberland for the tastiest bacon sandwich. The festival organisers, they wanted a little more flavour, a little more information on their website. So... They wanted interviews with farmers, recipes for relish, that sort of thing. So far, so nothing at all to do with me. But then they contacted the science centre where I work, and they wanted something just brief, one minute, just one minute, a video for the website of the science behind why bacon sandwiches taste good, why they're so irresistible to us. Okay, falls on my lap as a science communicator. Researching things outside my field is not unusual. One day I'm handling mini beasts with toddlers, the next explaining um, astronomy and astrophysics to interested grandparents. So even as a marine biologist, researching, rifling through chemistry textbooks, looking up um, papers on flavour and taste, that's fine. Uh, I didn't need a PhD in food and nutrition. This was one minute 
for a superficial piece for a regional website that was temporary. So they sent down, the organiser sent down a young cub researcher by himself. Bless. He turns up all keen and excited. So we head down to the kitchen for a little bit more atmosphere. So we're there, him with a camera, uh, chef sizzling bacon gently behind me. And um, my mouth is already watering, right? The smell in that kitchen is fantastic. And here am I trying to remember all the science about bacon sandwiches. So even then I knew something wasn't quite right. I'm no filmmaker, but I've wielded enough boom poles in my time to know that if you have a directional mic, you probably need headphones too, right? But he didn't have any. I offered him some. No, 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 everything's fine. Really? Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. So he stands there. He stands there, uh, lines everything up, and uh, we do it in one take. Now, I'm not that good. And he seems pretty confident it's in the can. Do you want to just run over that again, just in case, you know, something went wrong? No, 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 it's fine. Do you want to check the audio, maybe? No. We're, all, we're great. Okay. Needless to say, the audio is what's known in the trade as shite. <laughs> right? So he goes back listens to it, there's great sound of bacon sizzling with some waffly muffled voice detracting from it. So he's desperate to save this story, right? He's got to make something of it. So he writes it up for a small article in the regional press, which is published quietly on a Thursday. I didn't even register it had hit the press. Friday morning... The phones ring hot. The story's gone national. The Daily Telegraph have published a piece. Dr. Ellen Roberts of Newcastle University, the fastest PhD in history, guys. (laughs) Dr. Ellen Roberts of Newcastle University, research chemist... has had a breakthrough. (laughs) She's recently discovered why bacon tastes so good. (laughs) To be fair, loads of the phone calls, kind of every half hour or more often, were Newcastle University going, what on earth is going on? Why have we suddenly got so much national coverage for this? What? Who's Ellen Roberts? So, the story has gone national. I am just beside myself, frankly. And I told you this is therapy, right? (laughs) The story has gone national. And there is me sitting at my desk, listening to all these phone calls coming in. 
wanting interviews with Dr. Ellen Roberts. One particularly memorable phone call came from S4C, the Welsh National Media. They wondered if perhaps, you know, maybe Ellen Roberts perhaps could possibly speak Welsh. I mean, Newcastle, maybe? They were put through to me, to which my answer was, their celebrations were really short-lived, however, when I pointed out to them that, yes, I could give them an interview in Welsh, but I wasn't going to, and the reason was the story they wanted me to cover was totally, totally foundless. So, uh, you could almost hear the celebrations in the office screeching to a halt. But... We did have one phone call that restored my faith in humanity. One phone call from the national media wanting to verify the story. The Daily Mirror rang. (laughs) To be fair for the journalist from the Daily Mirror, they showed me more professional integrity than anybody else involved in this whole sorry tale. Because... Once I explained what was going on, they were really understanding. And they said, well, you know, we're going to run with a story with or without you. We've, we've got two pages, a whole double-page spread that's going to be this story. So if you want any science at all to reach the pages of the tabloids, now's your chance. I wasn't keen. But... We talked just the standard stuff, so rehydration, drinking plenty of preferably water, getting as much sleep as you could, uh, vitamin C, preventative ibuprofen before the headache kicks in, that sort of thing. And, you know, fair dues to them. The article published in the Mirror was absolutely fine. The headline, however... Scientific proof that bacon sandwiches are the best hangover cure revealed. (laughs) You see, they'd picked up the story from the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail had twisted everything. They'd taken it out of context. I'd gone home thinking that nothing could get any worse. But the Daily Mail had used the word hangover cure. And that story went global. (laughs) From Newcastle, you could hear as the world woke up. The morning was full of the UK. By afternoon, it had hit the east coast of America, phones ringing from further and further west until 
San Francisco woke up just as I was heading home. So here I was. I had nothing to do with this story. All I'd said to this cub reporter was talking about the Maillard reaction. That's the non-enzymatic browning of some meats resulting from a chemical reaction between amino acid and a reducing sugar. You could be forgiven for thinking I knew what I was talking about. No, I just had enough bandwidth for Wikipedia. (laughs) This story had been taken by the Daily Telegraph. That story had been taken by the Daily Mail, and now the Mirror were involved. Articles appeared in Marie Claire, the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times, Google my name for instant bacon. I'm big in India. South Africa. You see, it's all right for you, sitting there thinking, I'm so glad that wasn't me. (laughs) But it was me. And five years on, I am still absolutely mortified by this. Because in the Daily Telegraph, you see, the story appeared, the article appeared without a byline, totally unattributed. They put my name to the piece. They put my professional reputation out there, casually thrown to the breeze, and no one there, whoever wrote that article, didn't have the balls to put their own name to it. Now that makes me angry, really, really livid. There are times when I kind of blame myself. There are times I really beat myself up about this, thinking that if only I checked that audio, if only, if only I'd made sure I listened to it myself. But you see, I'm just kidding myself. I am one lone voice up against the mighty ideal that is bacon. (laughs) This thinly sliced piece of tasty pork wields a disproportionate amount of power over the world's media. (laughs) I didn't stand a chance, and neither did science. And there's one quote that I think sums up the whole experience for me. And that is wrong on pretty much every level imaginable. It comes from a blog called Mr. Bacon Pants. (laughs) And I quote... Mr. Bacon Pants, as I say, bacon is our God. 
and Dr. Ellen Roberts of Newcastle University, our only prophet. That was Ellen Roberts. Ellen is head of public engagement at the Center for Life in Newcastle. She's a passionate science communicator producing activities and programs for visitors. She has worked with scientists, presenters, and teachers helping them direct their messages. As a hands-on practitioner, she still enjoys the sensation of dried PVA on her fingertips and the smell of freshly applied sticky black plastic. For more science stories, take a look at storycollider.org, where I have archives of the podcast and upcoming events. The Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Weck, Darren Barker, and Ari Daniel. The podcast is produced by Rose Evelith. Additional help from Brooke Williams, Lena Groger, and Justin D'Ambrosio. The theme music is by Ghost. Special thanks to the book club for hosting the show, and to Bacon. I don't think I need to explain that one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>